Hello, and welcome to Iacon Underground Radio for the week of January 25th, 2017. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David. Yay! Got the year right. I'm, I'm very excited. So... <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this week, uh, we have some assorted news, and then we have a little talk about Optimus Prime number three. Uh, as you are probably aware at this point, uh, Lost Light number three has been delayed a little bit, uh, so we will be getting to that when it actually is a thing. Uh, but in the meantime, we have Optimus Prime number three. Uh, but first, we have, uh, some other Prime-related news. Uh, Hasbro has started doing their little online poll thing again, and this time it's the Power of the Primes, uh, where you get to, I guess, choose who is going to ascend to Primehood next? Apparently. It seems, well, I guess it's the new next wave, because like, it was the Combiners, and then it was the Titan dudes, and we're getting the Trypticon eventually, and, and now it's all Primes, which is kind of weird. And I didn't know Prime was an electable job. <laughs> yes, apparently uh, it is now something that is chosen through a democracy. What? So that's... That's going to that, be interesting for the fiction. Progressive, yeah. I guess. Yeah, it's very progressive, but it does take a lot away from the whole, you know, weird, supernatural aspect of it but but oh well uh so there are three so yeah you get three different groups and for each group you get to vote for one person okay. so in, that's in are they just going round to end up voting that's how it is yeah it? yeah they're doing three rounds one i believe to narrow it down to one from each category of uh honor order and chaos Am I right about the three categories being yes. this? Yes. And then there's going to be a second round of voting starting January 27th. And then a... Sorry, January 27th they will announce who the finalists are, and then there will be a final vote between the winners of each of the three categories starting on February 1st. Ah. That's... Well, at least it's not like picking each limb of a combiner and that sort of thing. Because yeah, that, that was confusing. Yeah, what, well, the, the vote that we ended up with Victorian was more complicated and strange. This seems basic, although, although yeah. the categories are really weird. Honor is like, okay, we got some Autobots. Order, mostly Decepticons and Star Saber because he's evil in the comics. And Chaos is everyone we actually want. Or I want, anyway. Well, I would, I would say that it's fair to say that Star Saber would even be order and in the cartoons just boring order. <laughs> yeah. And also, why is Ultra Magnus honor and not order? Yeah, that, it's... That is a good point. Sure. I mean, RC and Hound, okay, they're honor, yeah. Order, very much Shockwave. RC seems like she'd be chaos in IDW. Kinda. Yeah. I would, I, I would also say in IDW, I would almost say Megatron would be Honor. At this point, yes. He should be. It's, it's very weird. And then Chaos is Thunderwing, Optimus Primal, which at first it's like, that's wrong. Then I remembered, oh, right. Sometimes crazy works. It, yeah, that, that's a one. And then it, Unknown he, Evil. I would say that Chaotic Good is fair. Chaotic, yeah, yeah. Chaotic Good. I'm really curious what him winning would mean for IDW's continuity. 
Oh, wow. Because that seems like a big old sledgehammer to take to everything, <laughs> introducing Optimus Primal as a character. <laughs> yes. Oh, we have an and, Optimus And here. suddenly we... also he's an actual Prime. Well, they can actually work that into the comic right now really easily, considering there's like an entire cult that worships Optimus Prime and started wearing face masks. So you can just have the, this yeah. guy who does that, and it's like, no, the real Optimus is a moron. I can be better. <laughs> And we do have a Beast Bot planet now. Yeah. That's true. He he and, could be... Oh, and he hasn't there. been on there. No. Huh. Yeah, that that would work out surprisingly well in the comics. But I, I, I want Death Stars instead. Because <laughs> yes. he's unknown. Unknown, evil, evil obvious Death Stars. Uh, unknown, just... evil does seem to be a winner at the polls of late. I I think oh. it's kind of funny that Star Saber is Star Saber, but Death Source is unknown evil. Like, have they just not decided what they're going to call him in the U.S. yet? Well, that sounds like a distinct yeah. possibility, actually. Maybe they should have copyrighted something before this. I mean, it's not that they... I think it's more they don't know what to say instead of Death Source. Like... Yeah. We don't want to commit to it if we're not actually going to have to do it, but we can't actually use the name Deathsaurus. <laughs> <laughs> they should call him Dreadsaurus. Yeah, that works. I don't know. I just made that up off the top of my head. Oh god, imagine if the Power of the Primes continued the Titan Master gimmick. <laughs> and then we could have Deathsaurus and his Titan Master Death's Head. Oh, uh, be, yeah, like, what exactly is going to be the gimmick of this line? Because, like, no, no. with the combiners, it's easy. They're combiners, and then and, and the the Titan Masters, it's like, oh, they're masters. They're, they're power masters. These are primes. What is, what is, what is gimmick? You I'm get a matrix. You get a matrix. That are matrixes, yeah. <laughs> Something goofy like that. Oh, so it's going to be Energon stars all Everyone over again. Everyone gets a matrix. Uh, no. Your cyber energon prime Energon stars teams. and energon weapons were good. Well, the energon weapons were kind of cool. The, the, the stars were... No, That's enough talking about the theoretical stuff. This We'll find out who it is eventually. So small and easy to lose. So translucent. Much plastic. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that's an interesting array of, of characters and interesting choices for, for all of them. Uh, yeah, also, good job, Star Saber. You get to be in a lineup with Megatron and Shockwave. I'm sure you're proud. I, I want RC to win the honor one just because, again, I like the idea of her being made a leader in IDW continuity in a way that I don't like, say, Hound or Ultra Magnus being the leader. Yeah, hmm. Ultra Magnus would be kind of boring. I mean, he is kind of boring. That's his defining characteristic. That's that's what's. I I like that the Chaos ones at least, like, I guess yeah, I guess the Order ones. If if you go with a more like traditional Megatron, at least with Chaos and Order, what what I'm saying is D and D alignment system. Yeah. So chaos, you have Thunderwing as the chaotic e or cha- chaotic neutral, uh, Optimus Primal as the chaotic good, and Deathsaurus as chaotic evil, uh, and then with order you could have Shockwave as the I guess true neutral, uh, and then Megatron as I don't know, 
Uh, no, order would be lawful. So yeah, shockwave could be, uh, I don't know. I, I think I, I don't know. I think as far as what we're doing here, I mm-hmm. think, I think order does map closer to neutral than to good. I, I suppose yeah. that's fair. And I also I really guess... like the idea of true nu- neutral shockwave being told, keep Cybertron exactly as I left it and following <laughs> that to the letter. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Shockwave. <laughs> also, I like uh, Ultra Magnus representing uh, lawful good because <laughs> that's, you know, the, the whole stereotype of the lawful stupid oh, paladin. He he could he could fit that. He would be the really He's such a paladin he carries a hammer. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He's already is, got I, the hammer. He he is already kind of out of talented. any of these. Like Ultra Magnus is the one I want to win least. But one, we just got a g- really good toy with Minimus Ambus. It's like unless they make a Minimus yeah. Ambus Headmaster, there's really nothing you can do with a new Ultra Magnus toy that isn't nearly perfect on the last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean he's really nice. What what are you even gonna do? So that's uh, that, that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, and fortunately, you don't have to download some really ugly, overcomplicated app to vote this time. I'm I'm still bitter about that app. It was not yeah. a great app. Actually, there is another possibility. It could be that this is not driving a toy this time. What? Toys. I mean that not in the we're not going to get a toy sense. I mean that in a we're not going to not get the other toys sense. Ah, I see. Yeah, because there yeah, have been I rumors could, that we're that. getting a new RC at some point. And we haven't gotten a new Shockwave. Oh, no, we did get the tiny Shockwave. He's just, but I don't want a tiny one. I want a... Shockwave's supposed oh, to be big. Closer, tiny Shockwave. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I can't but... help it. That's enough of this. Uh, speaking of bigger things, bigger toys, and their possibilities. Uh huh. Robots in disguise have... news. There, there was a strange way to get like half confirmation of new toys. <laughs> a decal's on the side of a bus. Yes, in in Hong Kong. Which is, uh, for Robots in Disguise, does it look like it's for toys or for the show? I guess it doesn't uh, really yeah, say, it just says Robots show. in Disguise. It doesn't look like photos of the toy photography, it looks that's, like show renders. That's yeah. fair. But, well, so yeah, it looks like it's from the show, but... The, the Autobot combiner the other... showed up in like a toy display somewhere? Yeah. And it was the same kind of promotional render, so it could yeah. be just like promotional art. So, so both on toys and to promote the show. So that's apparently a thing. Suddenly, surprise! Yay! Robots of Disguise gets combiners, and, and the Autobots combiner is everyone who's a main character on the show. So it's like, yay! Yay for no new characters. Grimlock legs, Bumblebee torso, strong arm, and sideways arm. Side swipe. I guess that's a good excuse to get another uh, strong arm and then pick up the rest of the cast. Yeah, that's a good point. I do like strong arm. Have either of you ever actually tried to scan one of the robots in disguise faction symbols? No. How? Yeah. What even do you use to do that? I don't know. 
Yeah, there's some app somewhere. In just... Presumably, I I have a new phone that can do that kind of stuff, but I don't even know how to do the the little <laughs> you, you have square a thing. Now? Yes, I have a smartphone with a camera now. I don't know how to do the the little triangle. You haven't figured out QR QR codes, codes? Yet? no. Well, because no, because there's no video game I know that I want to play involved with QR codes. So who cares? Oh, okay. QR codes, that thing that your design professor loved, and <laughs> yeah. then challenged you to make use of somewhere, and nobody had any good ideas. <laughs> I can okay. Yeah, oh, that's it's something that is, is you know interesting applications like the the Transformers codes on the toys, but yeah, there's an app for it. I don't know. Oh, uh, anyway, we, we're kind of. Uh, Jumping over the important part of this little weird bit of news, Menasaur, I guess. Yes. Stunicons, like four parts Stunicons. It really looks like Menasaur. There's no names attached to it, but it, it's freaking Menasaur. Yeah, he's got a Menasaur head. That's, that's, he, he's got a Menasaur head. And colors, so although it's, it's hard to tell other than like Motormaster what the other three guys are supposed to be. Cause, well, you can barely see the legs, but there's, Really grainy portraits of their heads. You can't even, I have no idea which one's which. <laughs> I, you know what this means, right? What? Aerial bots? We're going to get a G2 redeco as a store exclusive or convention exclusive. <laughs> oh, it. yeah. Well, maybe not convention exclusive. We've, well, we've no, gotten maybe. to the point where I am burned out on those, and that's pretty bad. Yeah, I haven't bought any of the G2 redecos because, well, I... I have a lot of combiners. I don't need all of them. What do, what do you mean? You need all the combiners. I want all of them, but I don't need all of them. I see. You can't live without some of them. Or you can live without some of them. Yeah. I mean, if there was, like, C-Cons and G2-C cons, yes, I would own them, but they didn't make any Beast combiners, so... My wallet is safe in that regard. Alas. Holy shit, I would Alas. army beads. I would army build Seacon combiners so quickly. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a scary prospect. I don't want that many Seacons. My favorite combiner. I don't want that many Piranha Cons. Oh, they're so cute. I, I, I will say, as much as I have Super liked Titans Return. I do kind of wish we'd gotten the uh, Sharkticon in Combiner Wars instead. Oh yeah, He's a little adorable gnaw, but uh, gnaw as arms and legs. Oh my god, if they did it right, he could actually have his mouth as the hands and feet. Oh, that would <laughs> yes. be the best Combiner. And then you don't actually do like five; you just do four of the gnaw and then one torso. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, probably Skylinks is the torso, so he'd have another mouth. Is it all mouths? Oh yeah, because on the new Noatari, so, aren't his feet like um his part of his mouth? I think I haven't seen that toy yet. I want to find that toy. Uh, anyway, yeah. next. So yeah, that's uh well in in other news, uh, we we are veering slowly away from the strictly Transformer stuff here. Uh, there is an upcoming. Netflix show that is going to be about toys, uh, looks like primarily from the 80s, called The Toys That Made Us. 
Uh, and it's got a very, very, basically the logo looks like it was made in that 80s logo meme generator. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it either, it, it doesn't look like it was made in that generator, but it looks like it was made by somebody who looked at that generator and went, Huh. I, I really need to do slightly more than just put it into this generator to justify getting paid. <laughs> yeah. But they have confirmed that there is going to be a Transformers episode. Neat. Yay. Well, Transformers, G.I. Joe, what is it? Star Wars, Star Trek? And something? Oh, yeah. Star Trek, Hello yep. Kitty, Lego. And- Lego and Hello Kitty. And He-Man. I'm... I'm kind of hoping He-Man is a sad episode. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, well, I kind of hope that, that, like, each of these will, like, take, like, the toy line from, like, where it began and how it's evolved and where it is now. So, and how uh, it like, has died. How it has died. Yeah, like, I want the He-Man episode to, like, start, like, it was, like, it was, it was the one that started to- selling toys in a cartoon as a commercial and it was the big hit and 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 then it went on and had a movie and and now it's just this sad lumbering corpse of a franchise i mean the the same could kind of be said for gi joe a little bit but their facebook page has a picture that makes me think that is what the gi joe episode is going to be because it is clearly at a gi joe convention somewhere <laughs> Showing an empty hotel restaurant and like a lone pole from one of those rope setups with G.I. Joe and an arrow pointing downward to a staircase off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cause like most of the time when there's toy shows like this, it's like, here's what all it was. It just shows the toys. It, it's too self-indulgent to the toys. It's not like a story of the toys and the fandom, which is Netflix does amazing things. That's what I want. Because for so many of these things, yeah. like Star Wars, it's like it it shitload of toys for movie, and and then and then there was the dead period, and then there was the new movies, and then that was the dead period, and and then we got it again. Lego was a well, consistent. Well, it seems to be weird. I what I've heard about it is that it seems to focus a lot on like the influence of those toys on the market and culture in general. So, for instance. You know, GI Star Wars might talk about Star Wars, but also talk about the introduction of the three and three quarters size to, you know, action figures. Uh, and He-Man, probably going to talk about He-Man, but we'll also talk about, you know, all the, the action features and, and how that affected, uh, how that affected things. And, and yeah, so presumably, uh, they are going to, do as much of that sort of thing as they are going to just be talking about the fans. Don't talk about the fans that much. We're a bunch of nerds. <laughs> I would like to note that, uh, for, uh, now I'm blanking on her name, but, uh, for the Hello Kitty one, if they do talk to fans, and I'm gonna have to look up her name, Tiffany Grant, that's her name, uh, the woman who did the American voice for Oscar in Neon Genesis Evangelion, uh, is a really huge Hello Kitty fan. Oh. Uh, and, <laughs> and I was at a, uh, a local anime convention where she actually had her own panel talking about Hello Kitty stuff, hmm. uh, which was great because that's just her speaking voice. 
<laughs> an hour of, of getting to listen to Asuka be really enthusiastic about Hello Kitty. It was, it was I want really more conventions to do stuff like that where they encourage guests to just host an incredibly self-indulgent panel. Yeah, because it was, I mean, it was really fun. Uh, so, so yeah, I could, I, she needs to be in the Hello Kitty one or I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> so, in, in other news of 80s toy lines, uh, including Transformers, uh, has recently, uh, the, it, it has been made public that apparently, uh, voice actor Rob Paulson, uh, had been struggling with throat cancer, which is pretty much the worst cancer for a voice actor. Uh, you know, in addition to the fact that it is cancer. Uh, so, uh, he was, of course, as, as I will point out, he was two of the aerial bots, uh, one of which sounded like Rob Paulson and the other of which sounded like Rob Paulson doing a bad Bronx accent. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> he was slingshot in air raid. Uh, but yeah, he's been in Everything, especially throughout the 90s. Uh, and he has a podcast called Talkin' Tunes, where he recently uh, told the story of his his fight against throat cancer. Jeez. Uh, but yes, he is well. Someone has been spared. Uh, so so that's, that's good to hear, because I've always really liked him. I've liked his work. Uh, also, in the increasingly departing from uh, actual Transformer stuff, uh, Shia LaBeouf is fighting <laughs> Nazis. <laughs> yes. Now, now we we have decided, basically, as far as politics go, we we are not going to discuss politics unless it intersects with some some Transformers related stuff, and and this does. Uh, so yes, he is doing a round the clock webcam protest of Donald Trump. Uh, which apparently now even the NYPD is paying attention to. Uh, so that's, I mean, he's he's been doing a lot of that really interesting art sort of stuff, performance art stuff. He seems uh, to have gotten more self-aware right around when he decided to watch every movie he's been in and live stream it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's, he's become... I almost like him now, especially after like three movies he was in. I grew really tired of him, and and then afterwards he was just mm-hmm. seemed like this crazy nutball. But since then he's been in music videos and in his weird just do it green screen. It's like I think he might get who he is, <laughs> and has gone <laughs> pushed pushed it to a point of not self parody, not really comedy, but. Yeah, performance art. Yeah, and uh, apparently and he is going to do this for, uh, it says, open to all 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The participatory performance will be live streamed continuously for four years or the duration of the presidency. Uh, so, so that's... Uh, I like the optimism there. Yes. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of... Interesting. That's that's a neat thing for him to And I'm not exaggerating doing. about him fighting Nazis. He has encountered at least one neo Nazi as in like literally spouting neo Nazi slogans on the stream Ooh. and just took him to task for it, which is kinda great. Yes. He's he's been shouting down people who need it and uh so that's uh it's neat. 
so yeah, that is it for news. That is about as far away as we can get from Transformers while still being Transformers. So we will come back to Transformers and uh, go into, uh, like I said, we've got Optimus Prime number three out this week. Hmm. So, any any overarching thoughts? It's a thing. It's a comic. <laughs> and we we have continued uh, with the sort of background story of Optimus Prime and Jetfire, and uh, in this case, his first meeting with Soundwave. Yeah. Oh, uh, and small aside. Uh-huh. It, it may happen in other comics, but I've, I've noticed <laughs> it mostly in the Transformers comics because that's mostly what I'm reading lately, and it's been a pile of. Anyway, the narration boxes as someone is talking, and then I have to, I guess, who's talking because it doesn't tell you automatically, and it's like three pages before I found it. Oh, it's Soundwave talking, not Optimus Prime. That's why his his talk was weird. It's like he was talking about tasting things. It's like. Optimus Prime, are you tasting puzzle pieces? What? I was like, oh, it sounds like that actually makes sense. I'm I'm gonna lick the puzzle pieces. Okay, right that over back. Tastes to like cardboard. Yeah, Soundwave. And yeah, that's that's definitely one of John Barber's sort of signature writing voice things is is doing that because he does that a lot. Uh but, yeah, so this is one where there's not, like, a lot of things happening, you know? It, it's very much getting all the pieces in place for yeah. something to happen next issue. Yeah, there's yes. lots of characters, so lots you've... of talking, but, like, zero action. So you've got... Like, zero Flint. resolution <laughs> Yeah, kind of the bigger problem. It's like, a lot of stuff gets introduced, a lot of stuff gets explored, nothing gets resolved. Mm-hmm. You have uh, Flint bringing Marissa into G.I. Joe. Uh, I don't know if it had been established previously in the comics that uh, she is Flint's daughter. Uh, that was implied in the cartoon. Yeah, I, I, I can't remember if it was Basically, in the comic. But, I, I think maybe in a press release it had been mentioned. But I don't Maybe. remember it explicitly I mean, they, in the they, The way it was implied in, in the cartoon, it was, uh, one thing being that, you know, she, she has the same last name, uh, which was kinda subtle because I don't know if, I guess her, I guess Flint's actual name was probably mentioned at some point on the show. Uh, but yes, she has the same last name as him and also it, there's one uh, it's in the killing jar where there is a uh, decoy hologram thing that's supposed to be her father, uh, and it totally just looks like an aged-up Flint and has his voice. I always got uh, the impression that that was as official as Old Snake actually being Cobra <coughs> <coughs> Commander. Yeah, it was it was a little more subtle than that, but it it was definitely. The, the implications were there. It was definitely something that they intended. Uh, so yeah, now they've, if, if they hadn't made it explicit before in IDW, they have now. I mean, it wasn't until the revolutionary stuff that, you know, the two universes even intersected, so. Yeah. So yes, he brings her into G.I. Joe, which is exciting. Uh, and, 
yeah, there's Thundercracker doing stuff with them, and in the past, Optimus Prime, or uh, Orion, Pax, and Prowl are angry at each other, and, you know, all the usual stuff. Uh, the humans determine that there are probably lots and lots of Junkions on that ship. Uh, and, yeah, there's, also there's well, a very... Lots and lots of life forms. Well, Cybertronian. Yes, there are lots of, yes. Also, there is a really, really good panel in the, the flashback stuff of Starscream holding a really G2 looking gun. Oh, yeah, that, that gun is... It crazy. has total yes. death written on it and a <laughs> yes. black and yellow checkerboard. I love it. <laughs> Good. It's Keizama drawing the most G2 thing ever. It's the kind of gun Cable would carry if Rob Liefeld was more self-aware. <laughs> uh, he's, he's more self-aware now. Yeah, it's oh, it's fantastic panel. It just... Oh, Keizama is trying to become my favorite Transformers artist now. <laughs> so I, oh, yeah. I do think... The art here actually... is gorgeous. The colors are yeah. still gorgeous. Oh yeah, the, the colors being like these neon seventies thing, eighties things are awesome. I Keizama might draw the best humans of any regular Transformers artist. Yeah, me, she anyway. does some very good humans, which we see a lot of in this issue. Yeah, in the Misfits poster. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Which yeah, I guess. I don't know if that officially is in the same universe, but I don't know that there's a lot of reason for it not to be. I mean, there would be an awful lot of crazy stuff going on in the background. But, yeah. It was, it's a nice touch either way. Yeah. Good job. Thumbs up. And, yeah, so it was a good issue. Uh, not a whole lot happens, but a lot got set up in more of Keizama's really, really awesome art with Josh Bertram's really, really awesome colors with it. Uh, so, yeah, I think that will be it for this week, then. Uh, we do have, hopefully, uh, we've got Lost Light th- number three coming up uh, for next week. We will see, uh, and we'll see if anything else comes along with it. Uh, but otherwise, we will have whatever news happens in the meantime. Uh, so, uh, I will call it a week. Uh, this has been Jen. And Alex. And Good night. Just want to say good night. of the world brought to you by Yakko Warner. 
United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru, Republic, Dominican, Cuba, Caribbean, Greenland, El Salvador, too, Puerto Rico, Colombia, Venezuela, Honduras, Guyana, and still Guatemala, Bolivia, then Argentina, and Ecuador, Chile, Brazil, Costa Rica, Belize, Nicaragua, Bermuda, Bahamas, Tobago, San Juan, Paraguay, Uruguay, Suriname, and French Guiana, Barbados, and Guam.